you around the country to succeed. I want anyone who believes in life, liberty, pursuit of happiness to succeed. And I want any force, any person, any element of an overarching big government that would stop your success. I want that organization, that element, or that person to fail. I want you to succeed. by media watching, I have not needed a teleprompter for anything I have said. <laughs> and nor do any of us need a teleprompter because our beliefs are not the result of calculations and contrivances. Our beliefs are not the result of a deranged psychology. <laughs> Our beliefs are our core. Our beliefs are our hearts. We don't have to make notes about what we believe. We don't have to write down, oh, gee, does I believe it? Do I believe We can tell people what we believe off the top of our heads, and we can do it with passion, and we can do it with clarity, and we can do it persuasively. Some of us just haven't had the inspiration or motivation to do so in a number of years, but that's about to change. Welcome back, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. That was the one and only Rush Limbaugh. We lost him this week, early Wednesday morning. His wife came on his uh, afternoon program and announced it to his fans and the rest of the world. Very difficult day for a lot of his fans uh, and friends. Amazing how much one man can do. You know, Rush used to say all the time his talent was on loan from God. And I believe that we all have our own individual talents. Some find them a little later than others. Some find them very early. Um, and other people search real hard and can't seem to find it. And I think Rush knew what his talent, what his gift that was given to him was. And the gift that God gave him was to touch as many people as he could, to spread the word and I believe he did all that God needed him to do in his time here. And when he was done, God called him home. So God bless Rush. God bless his family. Our prayers are with all of them. Wonderful man. He was a great inspiration even to myself. I've been listening to him for well over a decade. And uh, if you go back to my very first podcast, I'll tell you when I was politically not really paying attention, but I just knew the way I was feeling wasn't right and I couldn't figure out what it was. He was the guy that I found on the AM dial that awoke in me completely and I agreed with everything that he said. So God bless you, Rush. You know, may the angels carry you home. So many people since Wednesday have compared him to all different figures from athletes to politicians to great men that have just walked this earth. And I believe that they're right. I don't quite think there'll ever be another person quite like Rush. Uh, I wanted to play you a clip from Newsmax. 
just to drive that home, here it is. Well, for, first of all, uh, John, he was the uh, best uh, lead-in uh, any talk show host could have. I mean, he delivered a huge audience, and uh, the audience was in a good mood when Russia's show ended. And uh, he, he just, uh, he, he was the uh, the king. You know, they, it's, uh, it's been said, I think, by uh, someone in France, De Gaulle or Clemenceau, that uh, the graveyards are full of irreplaceable men. But... In Russia's case, he was an irreplaceable man. He saved talk radio, uh, AM radio, for a generation. He, uh, he, his show, I think, led to the first uh, Republican control of Congress in yeah. 40 years in 1994. He, they made him an honorary member of the uh, freshman class of 1995. He was uh, certainly a... Uh, a pivotal uh, part of the the elections of uh, George W. Bush and I think Donald Trump, and and he was ju he was just a, a pioneer in in the use of radio. He was a professional radio guy from uh, when he was in high school, and and he I, I remember listening to him and listening to his use of sound, and uh, how, how he he just used the the sound cuts. Uh, and, and no one had ever done that before in talk radio, and he he was truly a a pioneer. Pioneer would be an understatement. He was more than that. He, uh, he is the grandfather of talk radio. Talk radio was dead until Rush took it over, revitalized it, and set the careers of some of the biggest name people off that you could say. Sean Hannity, Mark Levin, Glenn Beck. I mean, without him, you wouldn't even be hearing those guys today. So he was much more than that. I have one more word of encouragement from Rush. Here it goes. Let me tell you who we conservatives are. We love people. When we look out over the United States of America, when we are anywhere, when we see a group of people such as this or anywhere, we see Americans, we see human beings, we don't see groups. We don't see victims. We don't see people we want to exploit. What we see, what we see is potential. We do not look out across the country and see the average American, the person that makes this country work. We do not see that person with contempt. We don't think that person doesn't have what it takes. We believe that person can be the best he or she wants to be if certain things are just removed from their path, like onerous taxes, regulations, and too much government. American to be the best he or she chooses to be. We recognize, we recognize that we are all individuals. We love and revere our founding documents, the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence. We believe that the preamble of the Constitution contains an inarguable truth. That we are all endowed by our creator with certain inalienable rights, among them life. Yeah. Liberty. Freedom. And the pursuit of happiness. 
And that truly is what conservatives are. So once again, God bless you, and thank you, Rush. Now to go from one dramatic subject to the next, the bumbling idiot that's in the White House right now, it just can't get any worse. You would think he'd be starting to get into the swing of things and maybe they'd have his medication dialed in correctly. You'd think that maybe you see his eyes blown up from all the Adderall they're pumping him with so he can keep it straight, but no. They're putting him on stage and he continues to do what he does best, which is look like a fool. Here is Joe Biden being Joe Biden, the racist. The uh, the other part portion is a lot of people don't know how to register not everybody in the community in the hispanic and the african-american community particularly in uh, uh, rural areas that are distant and or inner city districts know how to use know how to get online to determine how to get in line for that covid vaccination at the at the walgreens or at at, at the particular store <laughs> so if you are Hispanic or black, you are so dumb, you don't know how to get on the computer and set an appointment. In these days and times, you don't know how to get on a computer and set an appointment. (laughs) You know, I was wondering when his racist side was going to come back out. I did a podcast called Joe Biden and the KKK. If you haven't heard it, scroll back down. It was uh, maybe midsummer last year, so it's, it's a ways back, but listen to it because you'll get to see Joe Biden for what he truly is. He's a racist. He can't help it. He doesn't think there's a problem with comments like that. To him, he doesn't see anything wrong with it because generally most racists don't. They don't think what they're doing is racist just because that's the way they feel. So if you happen to be Latino or black, guess what? That's who you voted for. You guys, everybody accused, you guys all accused Trump of being a racist. He had never said anything like that. But this guy comes out on national television, CNN, and openly says something that stupid. So way to go for voting for Sleepy Joe. But wait, it didn't stop there. No, of course not. If Joe's going to go in there and mess things up, he's got to go out like the champ. He can't just go in there and say one or two little racist things. He has to go in there and do even more than that. He has to show you his cognitive problems. He's got to stick his foot in his mouth. He's got to dig an even deeper hole for himself. So here, here he is, the liberal idiot in the White House. I can't even say it. I can't, um, he ain't going to get a P in front of his name from me. I can't even say it. But here's the liberal fool in the White House. You know, Chinese leaders, if you know anything about Chinese history, it has always been the time when China has been victimized by the outer world is when they haven't been unified at home. So the central, to vastly overstated, the central principle of Xi Jinping is that there must be a united, tightly controlled China. And he uses his rationale for the things he does based on that. I point out to him, no American president can be sustained as a president if he doesn't reflect the values of the United States. And so the idea, I'm not going to speak out against what he's doing in Hong Kong, what he's doing with the Uyghurs in western mountains of of, uh, China and Taiwan trying to end the one China policy. 
by making it forceful. I, I said, and by the he said he he gets it. Culturally, there are different norms in each country, and they their leaders are expected to follow. Okay, first of all, what what the hell did he say? <laughs> first and foremost, beyond that, is he actually trying to give China a free pass? for ruling their country with an iron fist, putting people in re-education camps, starving the population because there's not enough food to go around, persecuting Christians, Muslims? Is he actually giving them a free pass on that, trying to make them look like the victim? Are you kidding me? China? We're doomed. With this idiot, we're doomed. He doesn't care what China does to its people. He doesn't care how many are getting killed. He doesn't care how many are getting injured. He doesn't care who's getting put in camps. He doesn't care about any of that. All he cares about is lining his pockets, him and his son. So he's going to bend over backwards and do whatever he needs to do to stay in their good graces just to line his pockets. That's it. We're doomed. (laughs) I don't even know what else to say. It's just, it's all about money. Doesn't matter about the people. It's just about the money. Typical. That's all I could say. Typical. You guys have Biden remorse yet? I don't have Biden remorse because I didn't want him in the first place. And I certainly didn't vote for him. I actually rallied many, many people that were not going to vote for Donald Trump and got them to vote for Donald Trump. So I did my part. Florida, we did our part. We went red. We didn't want that guy. Some of the other states, I think that uh, there was a lot of cheating going on there. And they didn't want him either, but somehow he got there. But any liberal that did vote for him, you haven't Biden remorse yet? Because if you're not yet, (laughs) it hasn't even been a month. Get ready. It's going to get a whole lot worse. My goodness. Staying on the topic of fools, let's go to the king of New York, Mr. Cuomo. Mr. Cuomo's in a little bit of trouble now, isn't he, huh? You took out all those old people in New York, tried to bury it, hid it from the world, all because you say, you claim, or at least your aide claimed, that you were worried about the repercussions and a political attack from President Trump because your stupid executive order stuck COVID-sick patients into nursing homes, the most vulnerable of our population to this virus, and you basically wiped out the nursing homes. Then you wanted to cover it up so you get rid of the executive order and try to make it look like it never happened. It's amazing. Trump sent you a ship, a floating hospital that could have held so many people, you didn't use it. What was it, Billy Graham's organization, you kicked them out of there when they had the uh, hospitals that they propped up and they were taking care of patients in there, you didn't want to stick them in there. No, 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 no. Shove them into nursing homes. You really are low life. People had to get phone calls at home that their loved one had passed away. They couldn't even say goodbye to them. They couldn't comfort them. They get phone calls from their nursing home and, oh, sir or madam, I'm sorry, but your mother or father has passed away. And Cuomo didn't care. The people are the one that feel the pain. The people that were trying to stay away from the nursing home so that they didn't spread the virus in there. The people that wanted to see their loved ones again. 
never get a chance to because of one stupid decision. Believe me, that's not his first or his only stupid decision. This guy is a pure idiot. He literally contends with Biden. They're they're neck and neck right there. These are two of the biggest fools in America, at least at the moment. I'm sure that'll change as time goes on, but at least for today, it is. Now Mr. Cuomo is under an FBI investigation. He's not only taking heat from the right side, but even his own buddies on the left are going after him for it because this is something that needs to be addressed. I don't care what your political affiliation is. I don't care about your views. What he did is wrong. Putting those people in the nursing home and killing off the elderly population is wrong. I don't care what your political views are. This is a human issue. Not a political issue. My God, this man needs to go to jail. This man should not be in office. They need to take care of this and they need to take care of it fast. New York is dead anyways. New York between him and de Blasio, it ain't coming back. When you hear that the New York Stock Exchange is potentially looking at moving to Florida... New York is done. It's no longer the hub. If you're a New Yorker, those two fools have destroyed your state. They have destroyed your city. The once empire city is now empty. Businesses are closed up. People are leaving. It's in shambles. R.I.P. New York. Texas. Man, oh man, I do not envy you guys at all. You know, I I live in Florida, so it's always hot. So the weather here sucks too, don't get me wrong. Uh, I would love to have a nice cold winter. At least get a season. You know, get two or three months where the weather is really, you know, cool or cold, but it never actually gets hot. We're 80-something degrees right now, and these poor people are freezing to death in Texas. They're having all kinds of power outages and failures And I know the mainstream media is blaming it on a variety of different things. Here's the logical explanation. Texas does not get weather like that. They are not prepared for it. It would be equal to Florida. We are not prepared for weather like that down here. That is why you're having the issues you're having. Okay. Now, if you want to start saying, like Ocasio-Cortez said, they ignored the science of climate change. Okay, first of all, you guys went with global warming. That didn't kind of work out because right now, you could not tell me it's globally warming because everybody's frozen. They're freezing in England. They're freezing over here. Everybody's freezing, so I don't hear global warming. So you got more crafty. Then you just change the name. You said climate change, thinking that people are stupid enough to actually not see that you did that. Because right now, your global warming theory, not looking so hot. Also, those wind turbines, yeah, not looking so good. They do 26% of Texas's power and they're frozen solid. So there goes your green idea of using wind. That worked out. So that would mean every winter or if it's too hot in the summer or whatnot, um, we're going to have rolling power outages. And, you know, we just get used to that lifestyle. People die from freezing to death like they're doing in Texas right now. I think the last I saw the number was up to 30 people, unfortunately, lost their lives. And they think that all these green ideas are going to work. No, fossil fuels work. Coal, gas, oil, that works. That heats. That could keep you warm in the wintertime. The fans didn't work out so great. So again, our prayers go out to the people in Texas because they're having a rough go at it. It should be warming up over the next few days. I don't think they expect another cold blast. So 
they should start thawing out. And I did see some reports that a lot of the electric is starting to come back up. So that's a good thing. Global warming. You think they believe that? (laughs) President Trump was on Greg Kelly and he was talking about Rush Limbaugh too. And uh, Greg was trying pretty hard to push him to see about uh, whether or not he would run in 2024 and President Trump did say it was a little early. He didn't really want to say right now, or he said he couldn't say right now. Um, but he said he'll keep an eye on it. You know, he didn't rule himself out, but he didn't put himself in. And I got a clip from when he was younger, and much younger, actually. If you see the video, he's he's got to be in his maybe early 30s in this video. In the video, it was kind of the same thing. They were asking him about running for president. So I just thought this would be a fun clip to listen to. So check this one out. For some people, the ultimate goal in life uh, has been becoming the president of the United States. Would you like to be the president of the United States? I really don't believe I would, but I would like to see somebody as the president who could do the job. And there are very capable people in this country. Why wouldn't you dedicate yourself to public service? Because I think it's a very mean life. I, I would love and I would I would dedicate my life to this country, but I see it as being a mean life. And I also see it as somebody with strong views and somebody with the kind of views that are maybe a little bit unpopular, which may be right, but may be unpopular, wouldn't necessarily have a chance of getting elected against somebody with no great brain but a big smile. Do you think he knew at the time that he was talking about himself? Because the person that he described is him. And everything he said that went along with it, with it being a very mean life, he wasn't lying because they sure were nasty to that man, no matter what. But, uh... He just said he didn't want to do it then. He's not saying yes or no now. We'll see what happens in a couple of years. I would like nothing more than to see him come down that escalator again and just tell them all, I'm back. (laughs) That about does it for me today. I hope you like what you're hearing. If you do, tell some people about me. Uh, You can follow me, thank God, on Parlor Joe Little, Twitter for now. At L-J-C-O-N-S-E-R-C-R-N, Gmail, L-J-C-O-N-S-E-R-C-R-N at gmail.com, Clout Hub, uh, Little Joe CC, and Gab, Little Joe's Corner. God bless. Have a great day.